The Sport Industry Access Podcast, episode 145, how to create your own employment opportunities when starting a career in the sports industry. Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who will inspire and encourage you to be the best you can be in your day-to-day life, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in sports business. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Akil Shah. Akil is a sports scholar and in the process of finishing his master's. During his time studying, he's worked with a range of sports agencies and education institutes to really enhance his experience in the sports industry. So for that reason, it's great to have Akil as a special guest on the show. That's when today's episode, Akil will share his sports career journey and explain to you how you can create your own employment opportunities within the sports industry. Akil, it's great to have you on the show. Please could you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Great for me to be here with you, Ed. And like you asked me when I started my sports journey, I would say I started it as a player myself. It was when I was 11 years old. And then I gradually made the shift to the professional side of things when I was 19. I did my very first, uh, I got my very first side of the sports working in Austria. Uh, I wanted to do my own sports startup and I went on with it. I did it for six months. Uh, couldn't get a funding for it, but it did give me a good opportunity to join another startup. I did that for about eight months, and it eventually let me do a job in the sports industry. So it all became from it all started from a player, and then seeing the other side of the industry by working for it. Out of interest, what sport were you a player in? So I used to represent football for the state team. Uh, I did that for four seasons straight. And I was the youngest player in uh, the age category for under 18. And just out of interest, because this is quite important for athletes who may have to think about other options. Can you remember that moment when you thought, hold on, being a pro footballer isn't going to work, but I still have the passion for the sport. Can you remember that breakthrough moment when you realized, actually, I want to work in the sports industry from a career perspective? Yeah, absolutely. I remember clearly I was 17. And that was the moment it dawned upon me that perhaps right now, I think it's not the right place for me to carry on as a player. But I do, what I do really want to do is I want to continue being involved in the sport. And then I thought about what I could do possibly well with my career. And I looked at myself. I asked my friends, my well-wishers, what did they feel best about me? And I, I was able to come down to certain good characteristics, which I could transcend to the professional side of things. And that's how I got into law and I wanted to eventually practice into sports law. Would you mind explain to the listeners your sort of academic background? Yeah, sure. So um, after my, uh, in my bachelor's, I would say I did law and economics. And then I worked for about two years. And I recently finished my master's in international business and marketing. 
And out of interest, have you applied that uh, bit of education into your sports career journey reflecting now? Well, I would say it's been part when I was using, um, I was making contracts for um, my, my agency. We were dealing with clients, so I used to, it was a thorough application. Uh, while we were doing business, of course, it helped me a lot because I was able to understand the market pretty well. While we moved on to the other side of things, when I was working in uh, for digital agency towards marketing, I was able to understand the consumer as well. I was able to um, exactly reflect on the pain points well. So I think it's been a good mix for me to experience of working in the legal industry and then bring that on to the business front. I find this really interesting and it sort of relates to my next question now, looking at the sports industry as a bigger picture. With regards to your career, have you seen the sports industry develop from a business perspective? Absolutely. I think it's developed a lot and it's still developing every day. Uh, right from the time when I started and what I see right in the moment or right now, I think there's a huge change in terms of their more uh, participants, their more consumption is definitely uh, changing and it's rising. There are more players in the market, there are more countries which are emerging, there are more sports which are emerging. Uh, there are more challenges which are there, but of course at the same point there are more opportunities which are there. So people, if you were to say, I would say in one sentence that people are more inclined towards sports now from a consumption uh, perspective as well as uh, a professional perspective. And it's still changing. I mean, it's tremendous. The, the involvement is tremendous. Absolutely. Out of interest, just to go into a bit more detail on what you've just said, what challenges have you seen and what opportunities have you seen within the sports industry relating to your career development, if you could provide any insight? Well, the first challenge, uh, because uh, I was working in India with the sports industry, so one of the foremost challenges was about accepting sport as a career. Uh, it was a big, big uh, obstacle to get through the minds of people, which is India is still very academic bound. So it was a big challenge for people to accept sport um, as just beyond hobbies, but as a professional set of affairs where you can get involved. Uh, it was a big uh, issue which I came about and I saw it gradually turn people accepting sport, um, more professionals turning up, uh, taking sports as a career, just not as athletes, but also starting working in it. And I think the, the, the milestone is just going on right now because if you see um, there's so many uh, schools which are now nurturing uh, sports management courses and it clearly shows that there's so much interest in the market. So I think there's been that journey, which is um, where you can see that how there have been players who are coming in and going out. But at the end of the day, you see that there's so many uh, more people who are inclining towards sports now. And just for students listening in who have just started their sports degree program, how important is it for them to realise that sport is so global? So to understand different cultures and countries, how important have you seen that within the industry? Um, for someone who's just started in, I think the very first thing they can see is that they can view a sport which is being played in the farthest corner of the world from where they are right now. For example, I'm based out of France right now, but I can enjoy sport from South America, from down South Asia, or wherever else in the world. So that means that it's a global industry altogether. That's the first point. Second point is that uh, when you see that the sports is bringing together people from different cultures and different ethnicities together, and it's just not about uh, holding for one game they're representing, but about 
um, the culture they're representing about social issues they're bringing to the front. Uh, recently, I was just reading about how Nike put up a mannequin for plus size but for women empowerment. Again, that's a social issue they're bringing on the front and they've been able to leverage sports for that. So I think it's massive that way. Absolutely. And just going back to today's podcast topic relating to your career journey, how important is it for people to have the courage to create their own opportunities within the sports industry? I think it's really, really important. It's one of the most important things uh, for someone who starts in the sports industry. And one, one thing I really feel is that your journey starts from the very first day. You're building your legacy from the very first moment you start your first job. And even if even if it's not a full-time job, even if you're doing a voluntary work or you're doing an internship, every time you're making contact with someone who's working in the sports industry, you need to put your best foot forward. Um, the most important thing is that you should always be learning, always be open to advice from people who've gone there and achieved what you're trying to achieve, and then try to shape your career in that way. I, I think it just helps a lot because you're able to have a set map for yourself and then you're able to set up your own path to that journey. Absolutely. And you only touched on this very briefly. What have you learned from your experience with that startup? Oh, well, it was, I think it was one of the most exciting places I've ever been. Um, the whole journey to say, and what I really liked the fact was that our, um, my, my manager from that time, he trusted me a lot and he gave me a lot of responsibilities from the very beginning and the the only thing at that moment I could think was that I cannot let this man down and I cannot let myself down. So I went on and did every task beyond his expectations. And I was pretty well rewarded for it, to be honest. Uh, I was the youngest manager who was leading the international position for them. And it was incredible. Um, apart from that, I think I really have to thank my um, CEO from that time for the agency. He He put me in a very strong position for dealing with people who were much higher, much more experienced than me because he understood that I would learn very well and I was willing to. I mean, it was a two-way front as I see it that he trusted me with with the responsibility and I was always eager to improve and it worked pretty well for me. Um, we had a fabulous time. I, I, I stayed there for about uh, 16 to 18 months and it was great because I learned so much about grassroots. I learned so much about uh, event management and operations. And then I finally learned so much about uh, creating new businesses. So it was a great journey. Out of interest, reflecting now, what skill sets have you developed looking back? Uh, I think the very first thing uh, is about understanding the market, I would say. I really I have a deep uh, I have a great feeling towards how people are actually thinking, their motivation. Secondly, about market analysis. It gives me, and like I said, from my education background as well, it gives me a good uh, starting point from viewing the market and seeing the changes. Thirdly, I think it's helped me a lot in communicating with people. I'm a lot more open than I was uh, when I, before I started. Uh, I'm a lot more adaptable. Uh, and I'm a lot more prone to changes and exit situations because uh, in the sports industry, when things are changing too fast, you have to, the times when you have to think on your feet and just helps you with quick decision making. So I think that's really been the key for me. You've highlighted a really important point there about decision making on the spot because you're absolutely right. The sports industry 
trends are happening fast. And relating back to your current career now, what have you been up to recently? Oh, well, recently, like I said, I just finished the academic part of my master's, but what I was also doing simultaneously was I was working with my business school and currently I'm still helping them expand towards Asia and the other international markets and increase their recruitment. So I'm working on their um, new strategy for recruitment and also about understanding um, their customers. Like I said, that I have a deep knack for understanding people and I really like to invest in them. And when I do try to invest in them, I want to deliver them the best value I can. And that's exactly what I'm trying to bring the whole uh, concept to the school. Just on a personal note now, and I know you're just into your sports career like me, we're still young in this industry. But what have you enjoyed the most from your sports career journey looking back? Well, it's hard to pick one, but... If you allow me, I would say two instances I really loved. One was the fact when I was uh, in Portugal, I was working for this agency and they put me in charge for um, Portuguese club. For them, I was helping them build the Indian market. A lot of them know that the Indian market is very difficult to crack and it's very complex. So it was uh, it was very interesting for me to understand different parts uh, of the country and just make it so smooth for them so that they could transition well into India and build their international academy program. I think that was one of the best experiences I had and it was really challenging, but we did so well and I'm happy that they're still running that program. It's been three years and it's going pretty well. Uh, second, I was I would say I, it's been involved in a grassroots tournament, uh, probably one of the biggest grassroots tournament in India for football. Um, it, it had a participation for about 30,000 people across two days. And back then it was crazy because it, we didn't sleep for two day, two nights straight. And but at the end of the day, we delivered a fa- fabulous tournament. And a lot of people were so happy that uh, they wanted it to be a regular project. So now it's running as a... It's a, it's a sponsored project by one of the biggest media houses in India, and it's a fabulous place for hunting talent, for scouting, and it's a great platform which has been set up. That sounds amazing. And out of interest, what's your future now out of interest? So um, right, right now, I'll be moving to Spain in about two months from now. Uh, what I'm looking to deliver is, again, uh, internationalization. I, I really like to work on uh, how the clubs can be marketed in other markets. And that's what I'll be doing. Uh, I'll be moving there to a, a Spanish football club. I'm so sorry I'm not allowed to give more details beyond this. No, I understand. I understand. It was just more what I just want to share to the listeners is, as uh, people in the industry, we always got to think ahead and have a game plan in place. And I just wanted to go in a little bit of detail on, on your game plan, if that was okay. Absolutely. What, what I've done is, in fact, apart from I can give you details, I've been doing my research on how I'm going to bring them value from the very first day. And I've highlighted, I made at least about five to six different projects we could be working on. And um, they're all the projects highlight right from the beginning to the end every details it's broken down to details so that it's easier for them to understand again uh, what i've been trying to do continuously is uh, understand different markets i'll speak to a lot of people 
see what they've been doing in those markets and what they've learned through those markets so that it becomes easier for me to shift and understand that market pretty well. So like I say, it's always good to interact with people, always see what they're doing and adapt to your projects at the end of the day. Akil, that is amazing. I really do hope the listeners have taken what you've just said on board. And I really do appreciate you sharing that bit of insight. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university students who want to pursue a career in the sports industry? I would really advise everyone who's willing to start in the sports industry is that you have to be persistent. And you have to remember that if working in the sports industry is your dream, you need to find out why you want to do this you really need to question the why and then when you know the answer to the why remember that it's going to take time okay but when you get there you're you're going to be the happiest and then you don't stop because you have to keep giving that value back and if you're on that path trust me it's the happiest journey you could be on because I, i genuinely believe that when it comes to your dreams, it might sound cliche, but it's just when it comes to your dreams, it's too early to give up. So you, you got to keep going and you got to be strong in the game. Akil, I definitely could hear your enthusiasm and what you said there is brilliant. And it's a great career advice, not a quick fix. It's a career advice which people can apply. Out of interest, how can people interact with you online? I'm always available to interact on LinkedIn. I'm not available on a lot of other social media, but I'm definitely there on LinkedIn and Twitter. So people can feel free to have a chat on LinkedIn. I always appreciate new talks. Like I said, I always am looking forward to interact with new people, what ideas they can bring, how can I help them. So LinkedIn would be the best way. That is great. To all the listeners listening in, those links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Akil, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Oh, the pleasure has been my... Have a great day, Ed. Thank you. What a fantastic podcast chat with Akil. Honestly, this is why I really enjoy the work I do, connecting with people, especially, should we say, enthusiasts who really want to make an impact in the sports industry and hearing Akil's passion and vision where he wants to add value in the football industry is so important. And I'm applying that as well. You've got to have a real vision in where you want to go. But from a sports career perspective relating to today's podcast chat, having the ability to create your own employment opportunities is how you work in the sports industry. Honestly, it is in how you can connect with people's sort of career objectives. And when you can sort of marry up your personalities and really see an opportunity, that's how things get done in the sports industry. That is how connections are made and how you get full-time employment opportunities. But it takes time. It just doesn't happen in one week. It doesn't happen in a month. It could happen in a couple of months with regards to how you make a good first impression and how you work with other companies, other departments, with regards to you really putting your sort of stake in the ground with regards to your sports career development. But the one area I do want to touch on, and Akil is absolutely right, focus on adding value. If you can add value to an individual or to an organization such as like a football club, that is how you're going to really make a difference. And that's how your credibility improves without a doubt. And also how you really make a first impression towards the team you're with as well. And if you can really just focus on adding value, everything else will sort itself out. So on that note, make things happen, add value and see your sports career ambitions thrive today. 
Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Akil said, the most important thing to work in sports, always continue your learning. Always listen to people's advice who have gone where you want to go with regards to their achievements. And then finally, set up your own career plan to help you with your sports career journey. 